Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Welcome into Sports Memo's betting podcast, NFL opening line report each and every Monday throughout the NFL season with our guest, Teddy Covers. Teddy, welcome in. Happy Monday morning to you. Okay, happy Monday, Drew. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. Not maybe not as good as you though. Sweep yesterday, 80% last three days, 71% December NFL, man. You're hot, Teddy. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, full disclosure, I had the Eagles yesterday, okay? And uh, they were not a right side. They got there. Uh, I'll take it. And it's important to, you know, I had a couple of half-point winners in college hoops on Saturday. They did have a freaking half-point loser on a, a big play on, on the Nets on Saturday as well. But it's important to remember some of the lucky wins that you have because inevitably, you know, you're going to take some tough beats. And yesterday, you know, Philly when they didn't cover for the first 60 minutes of regulation. Uh, but they got there with the clock at zeros. You know, again, wrong side, right result. And I'd, I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week, Drew. The goal is to be both, okay? Uh, that is absolutely the goal. But if I have to choose, all right, let's see. I can choose a lucky cover or I can choose being right about the whole game and then losing my bet. I'll take the lucky cover any day of the week, dude. I'm sure my clients will as well. I'm with you, man. I'll take the money each and every time, Teddy. Hey, we get the opening <laughs> line report, um, and this week it is Saturday and Sunday action. We'll also take a look to next Monday night's game. But uh, we do have a game tonight, and uh, a lot of people do watch the show on Monday. So we got Indianapolis at New Orleans, seeing uh, the Saints minus nine in the Big Easy, 47.5 being the total. Any quick thoughts on tonight's Monday nighter, Teddy? I mean, honestly, of all the games in the card this week, this might be the one that I had the least opinion on. Um, I don't have a feel for whether New Orleans is really going to be blowing teams out right now. And I know Indy's fought the good fight, but they are outmanned and they're coming off. <laughs> you know, what have they lost? Five of their last six. You know, their series, their season is spoiled. I'm not convinced that the Colts are going to be capable of hanging Total wise, I could see, you know, we, we've seen the Saints excel in low scoring games. And certainly, uh, you know, the last, last week's game against the 49ers is one that Sean Payton doesn't want to repeat. That being said, the, the Saints are more than capable of, uh, you know, chucking the football around and playing in high scoring games as well. So side total, I don't have a feel and I'm not going to force something. Easy pass for me. That's good stuff there on the Monday Nighter, Teddy. Let's start the opening line report here. We got a 451-452 Saturday, important note here, Saturday, December 21st action in the NFL. LA Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers lane six or six and a half in Santa Clara. 46 being the prevailing total here, Teddy. Now, a couple of things to note, uh, as we do on every show. Uh, we do the opening line report. We talk about the look-ahead lines. These are from the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas. They're from last week. They're bettable lines on these games, so we like to see how much the one week's games adjusted the point spread. I'll also give you my power rating number. Now, just a heads up for next week's show, a lot of times they don't put out week 17 look-ahead lines, so I may not have these next week. I think some book will have them. Okay. Um, so I'll try to track them down for next week, but I can't promise that I'll have look-ahead lines for next week because week 17 is a different animal. 
All that being said, we got week 16 look headlines, and the look headline on this game last week was San Fran minus six and a half. My powering number is San Fran minus seven. The market's coming in in the six and a half range, and I'm not seeing any urgency here uh, if you like the uh, 49ers. I don't think this one gets to seven. San Fran's injury report is ugly. I mean, it's flat-out ugly. Um, But, of course, the 49ers now are officially in must-win mode. They can still win the division. They have to win out. They had their mulligan yesterday against uh, Atlanta. But this isn't the Niners game. The Niners game, I mean, they have to win this one. But next week against Seattle uh, is the one that is likely to determine uh, the division champ. Um, The Rams had a pretty ugly game in Dallas. (laughs) And that's putting it mildly. And certainly I wouldn't be surprised at all if the betting markets, and there was a ton of L.A. support yesterday, if the betting markets are crashing on the Rams again. Uh, You know, they haven't gotten L.A. right all year. They really haven't. You know, they've been bet on the Rams in the games where they lose, and they've been betting against the Rams in the games that they win. Um, so, 49ers in reports ugly. Rams aren't going to get money this week. They've gotten taken a little bit of wise guy money. Six and a half feels like it's going to sit around this number for a little while right now. And again, um, I'm not getting the, this is going up to seven. Uh, I'm not getting that sense at all, especially uh, with that ugly-looking injury report for the 49ers. Teddy, we got Buffalo and New England up next. 4-5-3, here. The middle game on Saturday. 38-and-a-half being the total, seeing six or six in the hook, depending where you're shopping. That's the Pats laying at home. Look-ahead line here was New England minus six-and-a-half. My powering number is New England minus six-and-a-half, and I think that's where this number is going to sit uh, all week. Um for the Patriots win and cover yesterday, if you watch the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They looked like Cincinnati. <laughs> you know, I mean, there wasn't. You're watching the two teams. You're like, okay. And then in the second half, Dalton made a couple of bad throws, and uh, you know, New England was able to pour it on. Um, and the Patriots can tell I me mean, no team in the NFL scored more on defense this year. No teams more blocked more punts than New England has or field goals. Uh, no team scored more on special teams than the Patriots this year. They've been masking the woes on offense, but the woes on offense are, you know, don't be fooled by the 37 that they scored yesterday. Brady still looked dicey. And if you remember the first meeting, Buffalo gave them everything they could handle. <laughs> uh, the Patriots offense didn't work back then either. Uh, and the Bills now have gone on the road and won national TV game at Dallas on Thanksgiving, won a national TV game in Pittsburgh last night. Obviously, the two uh, fourth-quarter end zone interceptions were a huge factor in that ballgame, but Bills have every bit as much of a betting bandwagon right now as the uh, as the Patriots do, and uh, I'm not convinced this one gets to seven. Uh, it might, but it was already at seven, and the wise guys have bet it down. Teddy, we also got the early kick here on Saturday. Houston at Tampa Bay. We're seeing the Texans anywhere from minus one and a half to minus two and a half. 52 the total here. So we should probably doodly-oop this one because I think it's going to three. Doodly-oop. Um, <laughs> Say it with some passion. Uh, although there's one more that I thought – there's one more that that is – that I think you have to get today if you want it. This one could get to – Texans minus three. Look ahead was Houston minus one. My power rating is Tampa minus one. Uh, although I don't know that I fully adjusted properly because the, the Bucks have lost Mike Evans and Chris Godwin the last two weeks. That's the two guys that Winston's been throwing to all year. So uh, maybe I haven't adjusted downward for those injuries enough. But, I mean, Winston's great right now. You know, he's throwing – he makes mistakes, but 
uh, you know, the guy's leading the NFL in passing. And the quotes coming out of that Bucks locker room are very positive. You know, are we're you know we're playing for purpose. We're playing with passion. I don't care. We're not making the playoffs. We're getting better every week. You know, they're playing for Arians right now. They uh, really are. Um, Texans, I mean, the the merciless 88-yard interception return yesterday, in my mind, was that was the key play of that game. And I understand it came in the first half. Um, but instead of playing from behind, they were playing from ahead. Uh, that passing game is so scary when the receiving core is fully healthy and Fuller was healthy yesterday. Uh, I, I can understand why the Texans have taken money, but... Uh, all that being said, this one could get to three if you like Houston. Lock in now. Uh, obviously, as you mentioned, the money's clearly coming uh, in that direction. Teddy, we got the uh, Sunday slate here. Three games on Saturday and then the rest on Sunday outside of the Monday nighter here. Top of the board here, four five seven four five eight. Detroit at Denver. Looks like 38 being the total with the Broncos laying six in the hook at home. Well, let's see. The look headline was Denver six and a half. My powering number is Denver six and a half. The markets are at Denver six and a half. Uh, I'm not anticipating a significant line move on this game. Uh, and uh, so uh, two things worth noting about from yesterday's action. Number one is that the Broncos, yeah, they got beat down in Kansas City. I didn't downgrade Denver uh, off of that performance. You know, the, the, the conditions were such that it, it didn't help them a whole lot. And, you know, the rookie QB looked like a rookie QB. And Mahomes is just a monster. Uh, Chiefs are scary. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't downgrade Denver off of that. It wasn't like, okay, they had some momentum. and Now they lost it and the Broncos are done. It's like, no, they just had a bad game uh, in tough conditions. Uh, but Detroit is an interesting story here because the Lions were beat down again yesterday. And they came back and fought. You know, and that's the first time I've seen a fight out of Detroit in recent weeks. And all the quotes talking about how they, they're not fighting for Patricia. They fought yesterday uh, and, and made things interesting and had a chance. And, you know, it was what it was. There was a late, what, 70 yard interception return touchdown that made all the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but Detroit showed character. And that means something in a game, uh, you know, where uh, uh, well, how many wins do the Broncos have? Five, you know, or a five win teams laying a touchdown. Uh, in December, uh, you know, Denver, not necessarily an easy team to lay with against an opponent who's still showing up if the Lions show up again this week. Because, of course, it's a very different story playing at Ford Field versus playing uh, in uh, the mile high altitude of Denver. Teddy, four five nine four sixty up next. Oakland at the L.A. Chargers. We got 47 the total Chargers minus five and a half. Teddy, Oakland is uh, the Raiders are, are, are done in Oakland. I guess we can call them uh, our Las Vegas Raiders now going forward. Yeah, let's wait till the stadium gets built because there's a clause in the contract where they're allowed to go back one more year um, if the stadium isn't ready. And if you remember last year, Oakland did a victory lap after the uh, final game of the se- uh, final home game, thinking they weren't going to be back because they didn't have a deal for this year anywhere. And there was a question whether they were going to play in San Francisco or where they were going to play. There was talk they might play at the Thomas and Mac or not the, the uh, Sam Boyd Stadium, really? okay. you know, which is not ready, uh, could not host an NFL team. Uh, but there was talk, you know, so I was like, oh, I put them at Sam Boyd for a year. Uh, but in theory, that's supposed to be the Raiders last home game ever. Um, well, te- they obviously Teddy, this, the a- stadium looks like it, it could be ready, you know, in, in a week or two driving down yeah, the street. It, lo- it looks almost done, man. The outside does. Yeah. <laughs> and look, the pro- construction projects in Vegas get completed on time. Mm-hmm. All right. Because you never have the weather delays and they can work 24 hours when they need to do it. 
Uh, and these, I mean, literally, like I've never anywhere that I've ever lived have seen construction get done faster than it gets done in Vegas. And we do expect the stadium to be ready uh, for the preseason next year. I was just saying that if for whatever reason there w- it wasn't ready, you know, uh, I was reading some stuff last night saying, oh, well, they could be back if the stadium's not ready. I think that might have been uh, written by Oakland faithful. I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, as opposed to realistically. Realistically, we expect the stadium to be, re- to be ready, uh, you know, to, to the tune of, you know, that'd be minus 10,000. Uh, but if it's not, they could play more games in Oakland. That said, uh, emotional day yesterday, and the Raiders found it. Boy, if you've watched the last two minutes of that game and you had a Raiders money line ticket in your pocket, you couldn't be more frustrated. You know, yeah, it was a rough. frustrating loss. Um, and, uh, you know, and the, well, I don't want to talk about Jacksonville yet, but the point is that e- even a dead team can find life in a game where the other team le- leaves them a chance to find life. And the Jags were dead going into yesterday's an Oakland game of life. Uh, the Chargers turned the ball over 10 times, or no, sorry, seven times yesterday. Uh, that's a lot of turnovers. And Minnesota's defense does that. Oakland's defense doesn't. Look ahead line here, L.A. minus six and a half. My powering number is L.A. minus four. Um, and, uh, I mean, the market's, you know, sitting at five and a half right now, down from six and a half. I cannot anticipate we're going to see a groundswell of Chargers support this week. All right, Chargers are a team that had higher expectations and have, you know, it hasn't gone well. Um, so if I had a guess, I would say we could well see some. We've already seen some Oakland money. We may well see some more. And again, the Raiders certainly haven't played good football down the stretch, but they're not bottom feeders. They haven't played like bottom feeders. And uh, in my mind, this line can only go down. Uh, so if you like Oakland, I get on them sooner rather than later. And Teddy, speaking of uh, the Jaguars, they are up next. Four six one four six two here at the Atlanta Falcons. Looks like the Falcons minus seven at home. Forty five and a half being the total here, Teddy. Yeah, and let's talk. I mean, conceptually, I have to talk about the Jags and the concept of dead teams. You know, because the Jags have been lifeless for five weeks, and they were lifeless early yesterday. And then what happened? The Raiders let them hang around. And within a game, a lifeless team, hey, we got a chance to win it. All right, let's go, guys. And that's what they did. You know, two fourth-quarter touchdowns. Uh, and Min- Minshew uh, uh, was – I mean, not that Minshew was great. <laughs> you know, uh, it, wasn't, it certainly wasn't good for most of the game. But game on the line of the fourth quarter, players may play against the Tires defense. And that's, you know, for a dead team, they showed signs of life. And they got the win. That's really a positive sign. Uh, look headline here was Atlanta minus six and a half. My powering numbers, Atlanta minus seven. If you think I'm laying a touchdown with the Falcons, you're nuts. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lay a touchdown with the Falcons. Uh, there's still a couple of seven and a halves out there. Um, I don't know that they're going to be there for much longer, but uh, there's already juice attached to that, uh, to those spreads. Um, so, I mean, Falcons, <laughs> they're capable I don't know. Uh, I, laying, laying a touchdown with Atlanta. And, and again, it's been, you know, as soon as Dan Quinn's job's in jeopardy, the Falcons step up and play better. Uh, they have played better. But uh, as a team to trust to lay a touchdown, no. Uh, not for this better, anyway. Teddy, next game up, we got New Orleans at Tennessee. Limited marketplace here with uh, the Saints playing t- in, in Monday night football. But uh, the lines we are seeing are one in the hook. That's the Saints laying in Nashville. 51 the total. Yeah, look ahead line here was one and a half. And if the Saints, um, you know, they've already clinched the division. They're, they're, they're playing for home field. 
I'm not convinced this is going to be a Saints spot by any stretch of the imagination. If they win tonight, even if they look good tonight, you know, Tennessee coming off a loss, they can get a mulligan for yesterday's loss if they win uh, win here and then win Week 17 at Houston, which they're capable of doing. You know, yesterday's game was obviously very, you know, uh, was a frustrating game for Tennessee. I didn't downgrade the Titans at all uh, in my priority. You know, uh, Tannehill finally threw a pick <laughs> in the red zone. Uh, and they had you know a couple of weird plays, a couple of fluky plays, but it wasn't anything that was like, all right, you have to sell Tennessee now. Uh, like I said, my power rating here is Tennessee minus one, uh, and we'll see what New Orleans looks like tonight. But in terms of need to win, I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans are priced as a need-to-win team and the Saints not priced in that same category. Uh, although if the Saints kill them tonight, you know, the line could come three, and, and, and no one would be surprised. Teddy, next game up, 465-466. New York Giants at the Washington Redskins. We're seeing the Redskins mostly minus two in the hook here at home, 42.5 being the total. Yeah, look ahead line, Washington minus three. My powering number, Washington minus three. Uh, the reports this morning are that Daniel Jones might get the start in week 17 for the Giants. Uh, week 16, I should say, instead of uh, Eli. Eli obviously had a big day uh, yesterday and, you know, the – roaring crowd support as he left the field, uh, which is the exception rather than the rule in Giants games. Right. Uh, and expecting the Giants to have that kind of energy and emotion two weeks in a row is not something I'm willing to do, whether Daniel Jones plays uh, in that game or not. And, and again, the Redskins, the Redskins did something yesterday. Again, I got this part of the handicap completely wrong. All right. I thought that Philly would be able to stop Washington on the ground and Dwayne Haskins wasn't good enough to pass him down the field. And guess what? You know, the, the Callahan's got that offensive line in a, in a sense that they're running the football against everybody right now. Uh, and it, it's a uh, situation uh, for the Redskins where Haskins threw the ball really well yesterday. You know, I was very impressed. And maybe it was, you know, a divisional opponent and then he knows well and he was he was called Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Pitched up properly, and he executed the game plan very effectively. And we're talking about a team that did all kinds of things right. In you know, defensively, they're still dicey, uh, but there was a lot to like about what Washington did uh, in yesterday's ball game. Again, two and a half here now, down from two. The look ahead line was three. My powering number is three. Um, I don't know that I want Daniel Jones this week, and I don't know if I want Eli this week. So the Redskins are absolutely on my short list uh, coming into um, on Monday morning. Teddy, we got Pittsburgh Steelers up next at the New York Jets. Looks like 38 and a half the total at MetLife. 
And this is a, uh, a line, mostly threes. Yeah, it is pretty much three flat across the board. That's the Steelers laying on the road. Let's get that emergency betting alert number out there. Doodly-oop, doodly-oop, doodly-oop. There you go. If you want, if you want the Jets plus three, grab it now. It's not going to be there. Um, and again, we saw Duck Hodges make, uh, you know, throw interceptions last night. But it's a Pittsburgh Steelers offense that has scored one touchdown or less on offense in six or last seven games. You know, they and the, and the other one, they had two touchdowns on offense. So, yeah, the defense is making plays and keeping them in games. And, yeah, they still are facing a must-win, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think this three is going to be here. Um, and the market indicators are telling me that the three may not well be there. So uh, if you like the Jets plus, you know, that's your key number that you want to grab uh, right now. And, of course, Pittsburgh's going to be priced, must win. The Steelers got to win, um, which they do. Uh, and the Jets obviously didn't play uh, their best football <laughs> uh, after winning four out of six or four out of five. You know, they got stomped around. Um but uh, in that game against the Ravens, but also, you know, we talk about a one team played Sunday night, the other team played Thursday. Uh, so from a situational standpoint, uh, it, that certainly favors the Jets. And like I said, I don't think this three is necessarily going to hold uh, for New York. The, the markets are not high on Pittsburgh right now, and um, the offense continues to struggle. Teddy, next game up, 469, 470. A game only a sports better could love. Cincinnati Bengals at the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. We got the Dolphins favored. Yes, you heard that right. Miami Dolphins, mostly minus ones. We're seeing South Point actually showing a minus one in the hook here. 46 the total in Miami Garden, Steady. For what it's worth, the look-ahead line was Miami minus three, and my powering number is Miami minus two. So based on the look-ahead and based on my powering number, this, this is cheap. Right. Uh, <laughs> with the Dolphins. Um, and, you know, uh, Fitzpatrick, the Dolphins also have injury problems at receiver, big-time injury problems uh, at wide receiver. Fitzpatrick uh, made some mistakes. The Dolphins' defense forced some turnovers in that game. Uh, you know, Eli threw picks. Uh, but Miami did not match the Giants' intensity yesterday. The Giants came to play. Miami didn't. Are they going to show up here? Probably. I mean, they'll... Dolphins have had fun, you know, through all of this. I know the Bengals are having a whole lot of fun right now. Uh, and, you know, to hear the quotes coming from Zach Taylor, where he kind of called out his receiving core, saying they got pushed, which they did. Uh, I mean, everything he said was true um, uh, about, you know, they got out physical by the Patriots yesterday and that uh, his team wasn't tough enough. But does that change here? <laughs> you know, they are who they are. Um, and, of course, in terms of draft status, you know, Bengals in line for the number one. They don't necessarily need this or want this. Although, for the guys on the team, having the number one pick, is that what they want? And they'd rather get a win more often than not. Uh, but anyhow, uh, Miami's going to go off the favorite. I don't think it'll be a whole lot higher than the one, even though the look headline here was three. He's Teddy Covers, and he's hot right now at SportsMemo.com, sweeping the board yesterday. 80% last three days, 71%. NFL in December. He's seeing it well over the short term. And remember those uh, stats over the long term. 202 and 156. That's 56% in the NFL since 2015. That's the last five years running. 56% in NFL betting. Check him out at 
sportsmemo.com. Rest of his NFL season, over $100 off with the coupon code NFL149. That's good for the next four days. Coupon code NFL149 takes more than 100 bucks off of his NFL rest of the season at sportsmemo.com. Special coupon code for this podcast each and every Monday at sportsmemo.com. We got 471-472 up next, Teddy Carolina at Indianapolis. We got the Colts minus six in the hook at home, 46 and a half the total, Teddy. Yeah, and it's just worth noting with that coupon code. That's uh, through everything through the Super Bowl, uh, proper port included. You won't have to buy. You won't spend another dime, uh, penny on the NFL uh, for the rest of the season. There's, you know, no bait and switch, no nonsense with any of these offers. Uh, it's legit. You know, buck forty nine for uh, the rest of the NFL through the Super Bowl. Uh, Carolina and Indy. We don't have a full market on this one yet. The look ahead line because the Colts play tonight. Look ahead line was minus six and a half. My pre uh, Monday night football line. Uh, is Indy minus seven. So uh, fairly close between the two. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, Carolina's another team. They got punched in the mouth yesterday. They did a bunch of stuff wrong, and they fought right through the end, and I give them credit for that. Um, doing it on the highway this week may not be as easy. <laughs> uh, but the effort was there uh, for a Panthers team, despite all the losing yesterday, and obviously a team that has had a lot of problems with turnovers. Uh, Kyle Allen was not good in yesterday's ball game. Again, look ahead with six and a half. My powering number is seven. I would expect, uh, unless Indy wins the game tonight, for the number to come somewhere in that range. Teddy, we've got Baltimore and Cleveland up next. 49 the total, minus 10. We're seeing Baltimore laying doubles on the road. Yeah, and again, look ahead line here was Ravens seven. My powering number after the game's being played was Ravens eight. There's a Baltimore tax right now and an anti-Cleveland tax. Although, uh, I mean, the... Uh, you have the Ravens in revenge. Remember, they got smacked around earlier this season by Cleveland, and that was a couple of defensive scores, if I remember correctly, from the Browns uh, in that ballgame. I want to go back and check that box score. Uh, I remember watching it, and I remember Cleveland running away with it, but I don't remember exactly how it uh, – I, th- I thought it was de- you know, the, the both sides of the ball, uh, but they made up some plays on defense in that game. So uh, the, the, the Ravens lost at home to the Browns earlier this season. They'll certainly remember that. Cleveland's no-show yesterday, and no-show is not the right word. Uh, because they showed they just made the same mistakes they've been making all year. Mayfield uh, struggling in the red zone. Um, the, you know they ran the football, they threw the football. They was a, you know at, at times they <laughs> uh, they made the, the wrong mistakes at the wrong time. And and I'm not convinced they're buying into kitchens anymore. And we saw the you know the flare up on the sidelines with Landry and kitchens. And this you can understand. And uh, the books get I've been getting buried buried with Ravens money every week. So even though look at here with seven and my powering number is eight, I can understand why the markets are at 10 on this game. There's going to be one-way action uh, towards Baltimore from the, the general betting public, and they're making sure that, uh, you know, the books have been really beaten down on the Ravens, right? And, uh, again, I've got Baltimore as my number one team. I've got them, I think, a point and a half or two points better than anybody else. Uh, and I, my number here is still uh, only eight. So you're really paying. Uh, we've gotten beaten by Baltimore repeatedly. Uh, tax uh, on the Ravens uh, and the markets. You know, nothing but Ravens money uh, in the early betting action. Although at 10, I'm not convinced it goes higher. Yeah, this is an interesting handicap, Teddy. We're seeing uh, the Ravens in revenge. And you're right. Uh, that Well, they did lose 40 to 25 to Cleveland last weekend in September. And uh, something to note, Lamar Jackson did throw two picks in that game. So uh, 
Yeah, interesting. Um, we got Dallas Philadelphia up next. Of course, the NFC East crown at stake here. 47.5 being the total. Um, looks like minus 2.5 Cowboys laying in Philadelphia, Teddy. Well, I, I don't think the division title. So if Dallas wins, they clinch. If Philly wins, they still have to win week 17 okay. to clinch. Um, because Dallas won the first meeting. They killed them in the first meeting. It was 37 to 10. Um, look at line here was pick em. My powering number is pick em. Um, and the markets are, you know, knee jerking towards Dallas pretty strong right now. Of course, you know, the both teams won and covered yesterday. The Dallas, Dallas looked good doing it and Philly didn't. Um, but I'm not going to, uh, my, my powering number here is not great because the, I mean, the Eagles, their issues with the passing game are so enormous. You know, they, they, they cannot stop the pass at all right now. <laughs> and their cornerbacks were just, and again, you're not talking about a great, uh, Dwayne Haskins picked them apart. They were wide open receivers. And again, the same type of missed tackles from Philly in the secondary that have led to, you know, the quick slants turning into, you know, 75 yard touchdowns. And that happened a couple times uh, yesterday for Philadelphia. So their secondary is a mess. And obviously we know that their receiving core uh, is about as big a mess as you can find. But from a character standpoint, I mean, the Eagles over the last two weeks have been punched and punched and punched and punched hard. And every time they punch back, I give them a ton of credit for that. You know, the Redskins had them beat yesterday. They had them beat three different times. And every time Philly, all right, methodically, let's work our way down the field. I know I don't have a receiver, so let's find a tight end. You know, uh, there, there's Philly is overachieving to the talent level at hand right now. Dallas has not been the case. So, uh, again, you know, my powering numbers pick them, and I, it probably should be Dallas one. I don't think I've adjusted right for Philly's injuries, but um, the, all the money today has come on the Cowboys. And at three, I'll probably be a buyer on Philadelphia. Teddy, heading to the uh, out west here, 477-478 afternoon kick here on Sunday. Arizona at Seattle. We're seeing the Seahawks minus nine in the hook at home, 50 and a half being the total here, Teddy. Yeah, look headline here, Seattle minus nine and a half. My powering number is Seattle minus 11, and that's one that's wrong. You know, I, I, I need to downgrade Seattle more. Uh, after I, I looked at their injury report again this morning, they were missing six starters on defense in the second half of that game against Carolina. That's a big reason why the Panthers kept fighting uh, was that they were able to move the football against a, a defense that's just been wrecked with injuries uh, in recent weeks. So, uh, And some of these guys may play, some of them may not. I know like Ziggy Ansa got sick before the game and didn't suit up. You know, there were a couple of unannounced injuries, but it's a Seahawks defense that was nowhere near 100% yesterday. Um, and it, it's definitely uh, uh, an injury report worth monitoring throughout the course uh, of the week. Uh, Arizona did what I wanted them to do yesterday, which is score and give up points. <laughs> we had a big ticket on that over uh, for the Cardinals, and that was the right side. It didn't cash with room to spare um, in the game against Cleveland. And, and you know, there, there are things to like about the Cardinals. I don't know if I would like the Cardinals on the road in Seattle in December coming off a win, though. Uh, so it's a Seahawks injury report that is worth paying attention to throughout the course uh, of the week and is likely to affect the point spread. Sunday nighter, Teddy. We got Kansas City at the Chicago Bears. Looks like 45 being the total with the Chiefs laying four in the hook or five, depending where we're shopping here in Soldier Field. Yeah, and I, again, I, I'm not 
convinced this line's flying up. I would say, you know, if you see a four and a, there's not many four and a halves out there. Um, if you find one and you like Kansas City, I would grab it. I don't think you necessarily see that again. Uh, but five, five and a half, you know, these aren't the key numbers that we worry about as much as the threes and sevens. I can't anticipate that we're going to see a ton of Chicago money this week. KC uh, look headline was four. My powering number is five and a half. And again, you watched Trubisky yesterday um, against a good defense. I'm not going to call him hopeless, but it's <laughs> it's uh, it's it's not pretty when Trubisky paces a good defense. They say, all right, the Chiefs don't have a good defense. Look at Kansas City over the last month, dude. The the pass rush is there. That's all I'm going to say. The pass rush is there for Kansas, and when you have a pass rush, it masks a whole lot of other difficulties. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're getting they're getting a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and that's not necessarily what uh, what Mitch Trubisky backers are wanting to see. So, uh, like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this line notches up. You know, uh, goes up a notch or two. But uh, I got four and a half. That's a jump and buy it now. At five, you're like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, my initial lean on that game is towards Kansas city. I've been, I've been very impressed with the chiefs of late on the defensive side of the football. Uh, we know how good the offense is. Um, Casey's got a defense. They'll win the super bowl. Teddy, we got a big Monday nighter here. Green Bay versus Minnesota. First one to uh, remind everyone the coupon code for the podcast NFL149. That's NFL149 at checkout for the rest of Teddy Covers NFL season. It includes the playoffs, it includes the Super Bowl, it includes the Super Bowl prop package. You'll get it all for under 150 bucks, just $149 using the coupon code NFL149 at checkout. He's hot right now. Swept yesterday, 80% last three days, 71% in December NFL, and of course, 56% over the last five years in the NFL betting markets. Check them out, sportsmemo.com, rest of the NFL season, all the way through the Super Bowl. Coupon code NFL149 at checkout. Teddy, the early look towards the Monday nighter for next week, Green Bay, Minnesota. We're seeing the Vikings four or four and a half at home, 46 and a half being the total here, Teddy. Look headline was Minnesota four and a half. My powering line is Minnesota four and a half, and the markets are split between four and four and a half. I think, uh, look, 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 look. You look at the leading indicator books, and this is this is probably looking at four and a half. So, uh, at four right now, uh, if you like Minnesota, uh, wouldn't hurt uh, to get down. Um, Vikings coming off a game in which they again were you know, when when you force seven turnovers, you're going to win in blowout fashion, uh, and they did. Um, Green Bay's defense is a different animal uh, than uh, than the Chargers' defense in that regard. And the Packers aren't likely to turn the ball over seven times in this game. Um, good game uh, on Monday night. And I would anticipate, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bit of under money uh, for this one at 46 and a half. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know, again, four, four and a half. It feels like where this number is going to sit all week. Um, it really does. Uh, so under, there may be some urgency to bet the under uh, sidewise. 
this is this is what it is. This line, this game's not going to have a, a big line move. All right, Teddy covers. Check him out on Twitter at Teddy underscore covers. I'm on Twitter at Drew Martin Betts. Guys, each and every Monday throughout football season, this is the NFL opening line report. You can check it out at SportsMemo.com wherever you're downloading your podcast, and also on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. If you want to put, uh, if you want to watch the video, you can put a face with the voice. Uh, Teddy, anything else you want to throw out there before we shut this down? Oh, uh, hey, man. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Really, really appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy day to hang out with Drew and I. Uh, you know, it's a fun show to do, and uh, hopefully you get something out of it. So uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. Happy holidays. All that kind of crap, you know. <laughs> Happy holidays. Absolutely, Teddy. We're, we're yeah. almost there, man. Two weeks away. So uh, Less. Next week is Christmas. Oh, yeah. Under 10 days. Whoops. Where's the time gone, Teddy? But, uh, man, great pod. <laughs> it's week 16. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, well, guys, uh, th- thanks for tuning in. Uh, coupon code NFL149 at checkout for the rest of Teddy Covers NFL season. We will be back uh, talking college basketball. We got the NFL every game on the board. Also, uh, look ahead towards college football on the shelf for the podcast this week. And, of course, next week we'll have Teddy Covers on NFL opening line report. Best of luck with your bets, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.